good afternoon and welcome to Leaving the Yard, Zach. And no, not the professor. No, we talked about it yesterday. He was masked up in here yesterday and sure is shooting. Tony Rona is on the DL for a while. Tested positive today. Mm -mm -mm. So instead, (laughs) we sprayed all that mess down. I went and sat next to him, did a baseball (laughs) game last night. Instead, uh, Matt Riddle's in here, as it is, uh, once again, awesome to see you. It's good to be here. You're looking good. Try to. (laughs) Living well. Try to. (laughs) And sitting in for Tony Kirk today. By the way, Ryan Huntsey is uh, hopping on the show with us at 530, Texas High Golf Coach. You, You got work on your swing today? Hey, I got that golf tournament coming up. You got, the this perfect, is the thing. Timing. We perfect got timing. the thing today, then. <laughs> All the world's coming together. Um, but uh, we're going to – I don't know what uh, Tony's uh, ETA for return is. This isn't like the original COVID stuff that was, you know. 10 days, 20 10 days, day, and, and could Take your life kind of yeah. stuff. This is a cold, basically, or whatever. Um, but we'll see. I doubt he's gonna. I doubt he's gonna show tomorrow. We don't have a show on Friday, certainly because we have a baseball game. Uh, he didn't feel good today, so I doubt he's going to be probably back in the in the studio till Monday. But we'll see. So you're invited to come back tomorrow if you want to. <laughs> if you're free tomorrow, you can come back again. Otherwise, you're just gonna have to deal with me. We may be able to figure something out. You had a good game last night, didn't you? It was a good game. Very good game. The Razorbacks baseball team. Uh, humming along, top of 5A South. A year ago, they scuffled. Mm. Were they 13 and 12 last year? I think, yeah, I think they were just over 500 Yeah, last like year. eight and six yeah. in, in, in uh, conference play. Yep. This year, they are first in the conference. Eight and one. Eight and one in conference play. They're handling business, it seems like, every time out. Yep. Arguably, Ty Wade may be the best player in the state of Arkansas. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm letting you know all that because uh, the AAA sent me a thing the other day about media passes for the baseball playoffs, et cetera. Yeah. I don't know if you got one. Yeah, I got one, too. Okay, good. Because yeah. I filled it out and sent it in saying we need some passes. Because yeah. I think, while well, we didn't need them last year, we're, we're going to need them oh, this yeah. year. Yeah, I think I want to say uh, if they win this series – I think it's this week. If they win this series this week, they clinch a playoff spot or a state yes. tournament spot. So yeah. It's, now, they beat Lake Hamilton last night. Last night, they beat Lake Hamilton. They got them again Friday? They got them Friday. This is weird this year how they're doing this. It's very – it's 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 unique, uh, especially with the whole playing the same team in the same week. It's, I mean, I, I guess for the other teams, you would think it would benefit them not having Ty Wade to be able to pitch every game. However – right. It's apparently it's still working for Razorbacks. Well, and you know if I'm if I'm a young team, I hate this mm-hmm. because I may get the better opponents early in the year. And like we played, I can't remember who they played the opening Lakeside. Yep, you played Lakeside the very first week of the season, mm-hmm. and you don't see them the rest of the year. Nope. Which really is, I, I don't get the AAA working that out. If that's a conference thing or if that's a AAA thing, it just feels like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to 
compare the two teams one time, one season in a week, and then they're done. They don't see each other the rest well, of the year. Especially with, you know, like with basketball still going on at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, now you let's say you've got four of your starting nine that are in basketball. Well, you lose them against the first, like, you know, with certain teams that played Benton, for instance, for softball. Right. Benton Powerhouse. Uh, you played Benton your first week, and you've got four of your main starters out. Well, you don't get a chance to play them again when nope. you have your whole team. Nope. And so I'm not a big fan of it, and I know I know Kaylee's not a big fan of it either because we're used to it. You play this team, you play everybody, and then you go back into it and play right. the second round. Exactly. It. And it kind of makes it to where everything kind of evens out. Well, this year it's kind of just – it's completely different, and I, I'm not a fan of it. And I know Kaylee's not. And I wonder I if any of the coaches either. Coach Wilson doesn't like it either. I don't think he does uh, because I know, especially now. Granted, he ended up having some pitchers that came in this year and have yeah. really stepped up. Um, Garcia coming in, being able to throw. Trey White being able to throw. Um, you know, he's got a, a good selection of arms. But I know he originally was planning on Ty Wade being his go-to guy for conference games. No question. And when you hit that pitch count and you can only have so many pitches per week, it put a bind on him, and I knew it kind of worried him about it. And I was worried about it when I saw how many games he had throughout the season. You know, we, when you know, and we'll, we'll talk about this in terms of a guy like Ty, when you got an ace pitcher, and let's say you were on the other side of that, I'm not having to worry about facing this guy twice in three or four weeks because exactly. I got him Tuesday and I got them again Friday and he ain't throwing against nope. me on Friday, nope. which kind of levels the field out yep. where you're not stacking your best pitchers on, and and every team does it. And I think I'm that's a Tuesday why they starter. Did. I think that's why they actually yeah, did it. that is because of that reason. Knowing, okay, well let's say Benton, for instance, being the top of their bracket, Sheridan being the top of theirs. You got Ty Wade to pitches the first game against them, right? Well, then you've got a different team, and it's a a lower end team, right. Pine Bluff, someone like right. that. You throw whoever you want to because you don't care about that. You're going to win. You're going to win it, right? Well, then you play Sheridan again. Well, now I'm going to put Ty Wade back up, and you're right. going to see the same matchups every game that you play them. So, I mean, I can see it kind of on the end of that of keeping that from happening, but at the same time, it's just it's different. At the end of the day, you got to go out and win the games, exactly. But you do get a you know every week you're going to have a home game every week you're going to have an away game so kind of uh you don't go on a span of two or three weeks of when are we going back home and playing right, on our home right. stadium so you know in the past arkansas has been fortunate about getting like friday home games mm-hmm. i don't know how it is i think it's probably flipped around a little bit yeah last year was like every friday was at home oh yeah because i know last year when we right. caught it when yeah. we knew on friday we'll be at, we'll home. at home yeah so that's cool and this week i mean the girls and the boys both going to lake hamilton on friday so I know it was tough. What was it last week? Me and Kayla were talking about it, and she had a game in Murfreesboro on Monday uh, and then went to Sheridan on Tuesday, came home, and then had a home game afterwards. But it's like, that's a lot of traveling. And she had an away game Friday night, too. So, I mean, it was, it was a lot of traveling for them girls. Mm. Well, that was the first of the games last night in town. Uh, good result. Game two, Texas High. Needed a win against one of their top three. They almost beat Hallsville on Saturday. They got their win against Longview last night, three to two victory. That really does cement for the Tigers now, with about five or six games left, that they're in the catbird seat about getting one of those playoff spots. They're mm-hmm. a couple of games behind Longview still, but they've given themselves a little bit of breathing room ahead of Mount Pleasant. So big win. Finally got one of those top three teams after going 0 4 against them to start the year. You got um, 
Uh, White House still sitting there, which probably is a difficult one to have to win. But you almost beat Hallsville. You did beat Longview. little confidence coming out of uh, the Orange School today. Yep. And across town, got to watch uh, Pleasant Grove and Liberty Ilo. And as good as PG looked two weeks ago at Liberty Ilo, they were a machine last night. Uh, 12 runs second inning. 16 guys go to the plate. The first 11 reach base safely. Had a three-run homer by a freshman, a grand slam home run by their leadoff guy. You know, I, I'm not going to name names. After the game, a former coach, former head coach, walked up and said to me, those guys hit everything. They hit everything we threw up there against them. And what do you do? How do you defend when a team's just locked in for 16 batters and you can't – you go through three pitchers in an inning. Oh, yeah. That is one of the roughest places oh. to be as a coach. I mean, we've dealt with it in Legion Ball, and that is – I mean, it's what do I do to stop the bleeding, and you just cannot stop it. I mean, it is. I mean, I've been on both sides of it. I've been on the side where we've had great innings right. and scored 12, 14, 15 runs in an inning, and then I've had it to where we've had it the other way, and that is one of the worst things as a coach. And the bad thing is it's even worse whenever you're actually the one doing it, too. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because you don't want to look like, okay, well, now I'm running the score up. Right. But at the same time, i got to get this across because I know I want to end this game as early as I can. Right. I'm pre- preventing guys from getting hurt. Sure. But, I mean, it's it's one of the toughest toughest positions as a coach. And it's not like Ellie kicked the ball around. Mm-hmm. Like they, they helped him. Oh, they just hit yep. the ball. I I don't remember the last. I've seen a lot of baseball games. I don't remember the last time I saw a string of eleven guys in a row come to the plate and nobody makes an out. Mm. That's just stupid baseball. But a win for PG gives them nineteen on the year. They tie with Liberty Allo for wins in total. But the Hawks now have a two game lead in the district. They still have one more matchup left because they play each other three times yeah. this year in district play. But in effect, the, the Hawks have a three-game lead. They've got two games in the sweet. They've got two-game lead, and they've got the uh, 2-0 advantage uh, in head-to-head matchup. So, looks like PG's going to win that district, um, and they look locked and loaded. You know, I've only seen Jarrett Halter now throwing for them. I've seen him a couple times, and he's just he throws strikes. Yep. He's nothing impressive. Nothing he doesn't power it. No, he doesn't he, overpower you. But he will hit his spots and make you swing and miss. And for a sophomore to be so mature on the mound, oh yeah, they are going to be trouble. Uh, I was looking at brackets today. This is where we are now, and the way four A in Texas and Region Two reset with realignment. Salina, who is the number two team in the state right now is going to end up in the same side of the bracket in the region as the Hawks if the standings don't change today, which means they'll see each other probably in the third round. round. Yep. Yep. Mm. Liberty Ilo sits on the other side, which means they would not have to see PG or Salina until the fourth round. Yep. If they can get through Farmersville and folks like that are in the region as well, they would have to wait until the regional finals where they would get either PG or Salina, you would expect that would come out of that side of the bracket. Ended up with another scenario like we had a couple of years ago, playing each other to go to state tournament. 
They very well could. <laughs> they very well could. Yep. And right now, you know, you you're a team that lost at your place eight three. You come back and you go to their place and you figure, all right. And in the first game, Ellie didn't play great. They made a lot of silly mistakes. They missed bunt signs. They didn't put down balls. Threw a ball away. Just silly stuff. Not big stuff, but silly stuff. Well, then you figure, all right, well, we got them now. We saw where we made mistakes. We got them now. And then you get punched in the mouth. Yep. Multiple times. Multiple in one <laughs> inning. Yeah. Now this is a question about the third matchup, maybe the most important game of the year for L.E., mm-hmm. not winning it or not, but keeping the thing where – This is a fun match to watch. This is a respectable <laughs> yeah. matchup right now because yeah. going into the playoffs – Anywhere in there right now, if I'm saying I got a CPG, sometimes you're like, yeah, screw them. I want a CPG yeah. again. And sometimes you're like, I don't want to see them again. Yep. Yeah, that's Zach Fowler's job now. Oh, yeah. For the next two weeks is to try to rebuild a confidence in a bunch of guys who can believe when we get in there the third time. And if it comes to a regional final tournament, we got a chance to yep. actually hold we our actually own. We actually had that kind of that situation kind of happen in high school when I was playing for hooks in football. Us and Pleasant Grove used to be huge rivals, and it got to where our games were always close. You know, good good matches, and you know everybody was looking forward to it for the year. Well, then as we got a little older into it, and my sophomore, junior, and senior year, we were just annihilating them, and the game just became where it wasn't that much fun anymore right. to play them. No, people started less people showing up in the stands. So I mean, it's kind of the same thing with the Pleasant Grove LE matchup in baseball. I mean, we've seen what the stands look like last year when they played each other at home. Oh, my gosh. Game day was there. I mean, we had, I mean, it was just, there were people standing everywhere. Yeah. And now it's a little different. And all of a sudden, now if Pleasant Grove is going to continue to just keep whooping their butt, it's going to start making where it's not as fun of to watch. So, Ellie's got a lot to, to they got a lot to play for in that, that third game. Well, I'll tell you what, these next two weeks are going to make a big deal. They're going to be the number two seed, it looks like. Yep. I, mean, I can't imagine they're going to fall far enough to fall behind North Lamar. But when when the Hawks come back to Markham yep. in two weeks, if you don't take that personal, if you're a Liberty and, – and this is a weird thing because you don't want to over-emote a baseball mm-hmm. game. You end up taking yourself right out of the game. Yep. But somewhere in there you got to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that to happen again. And it's going to see what kind of team Pleasant Grove is too. They go in there with – man, we just – we tore them up. Right. Second game. We beat them pretty good the first game. We come in thinking that they're going to – we got this game made. Right. Liberty Island is a team that will put it on you. And so it's going to be an interesting third game. All right. We got about 15 after 5 o'clock. I'll take a break. It's Matt Riddle sitting in for Tony Kirk, who's out sick this week. I'm going to take a timeout. Back in about 15 minutes with Ryan Huntsey coming up. We're going to talk golf with the Texas High Golf Coaches. They get ready to tee off for the regional tournament coming up next week. So – We'll uh, do one more segment. We'll get Huntsy in here and talk some golf, and we'll keep rolling on, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle, here on The Fan 107.9. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. 
As we say at Liberty Ilo, let the pride never die. Cattle farmers, at Miller Bowie Supply, you can buy 10 bags of Purina Wind Rain Feed and get $5 off a Purina Wind Rain Tub. And with each ton of mineral you buy, get a Purina Mineral Feeder for only $99. Ask Miller Bowie Supply about Purina Beef Cattle Feed Financing through John Deere Financial. Finance your feed with no interest and delay paying until your calves are sold. Miller Bowie Supply, your local Purina Feed Store at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. Every week, hundreds of people are shot in our major cities. ABC News reports that Chicago's mayor's solution to gun violence is to ask the federal government for more gun control. Sadly, she's missing the root cause of violence, evil in the human heart. Jesus said the problem lies in our sinful nature, and until we address sin and talk about a Savior, people will still find a way to murder, even if they use a butter knife. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. accessories, gunsmithing, and repairs, plus shooting training and practice. Head to Alphabets Industries, formerly Texarkana Gun Barn and Range. Open every day except Monday. Alpha Defense Industries is west of Texarkana, off Highway 67 at County Road 1214. my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We got 20 minutes after 5 o'clock leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Matt Riddle sitting in for Tony Kirk this afternoon as we roll on here with leaving the yard. Uh, 903-735-9905 is our number. Ryan Huntsy going to join us in about 10 minutes as we talk some golf with the Texas High Golf Coach. By the way, tomorrow on the program, 530, uh, Riley Fincher is supposed to be joining us. We'll see if we'll see if he's in town. PG's off this week for spring break. He may be at the casino. He may be at the boats. He may be at the beach. He may be in the studio. I don't know. But he's supposed to be on at 530. 
Uh, today, if you're an Arkansas Razorback basketball fan, you knew this day was going to come. Anthony Black today made it official, said, I'm, I'm foregoing the rest of my college career. I'm putting myself out there for the NBA draft. He is a projected top 10 pick, which it makes complete financial sense if you're Anthony Black to walk away from college and go start getting paid. Yep. Now, I know there's NIL money, but it ain't, it ain't that kind NBA of money. money. <laughs> it's not that kind of money. And if you're a top 10 pick, you you really have no reason not to. And he was an outstanding addition, but he's everything. He's a six foot seven inch big guard, small forward. He's a great defender. He played more minutes than any other freshman in college basketball this year. And uh, his value is off the charts. And so as much as you hate it if you're Arkansas, who, while they scuffled all year long, got into the tournament, got their win at Kansas, upset the number one seed, and uh, unfortunately fell short of going all the way to the Final Four. But you, you got what you wanted. You had a big-time marquee player. You got production out of him. He was not a Ben Simmons distraction like Ben had been at LSU. And he represented the school well. And you wish him well, and you think, all right, you go do what you do, young man, and we got to find a replacement. Mm-hmm. But that one, that one we all knew coming. If you're, if you're a fan of the Razorbacks, you knew this was about to come down the pike today, and sure enough, you lose Anthony Black. Speaking of that, I was looking at the Razorback baseball game. Oh, uh, and? 3-3 three, three, three right now, bottom of the fifth. Is it Tennessee week? No, they're playing uh, Little Rock. Oh, I think Tennessee maybe this yeah. weekend. Yep, they got them next weekend. You know, Tennessee's a school everybody loves to hate. Yes. They were, I think you were in here last year when we had this conversation. Yep. They are cocky, at least they were. Every year's team is different. Oh, yeah. You know, leaders you got one year that have a little attitude, may graduate, mm-hmm. and a different group comes up, and they're not the same makeup as the previous guys. Yep. But it feels like Tennessee still is a team everybody loves to hate anyway. Yep. Yep. What is that? They're, they they always seem like they fly under the radar for the longest. Yeah. And then, bam, whoa, where did Tennessee come from? Right. And like I said, it, it's it's they're cocky. They're they very know, cocky. They know they're good. Yes, they, they do. They've kind of slid under the radar for a while, and then they know that they can they can talk mess and they can back it up. And it's just. Now, I'm watching your <laughs> facial expression with this, and I almost think you appreciate it. I, I, I love it. See? I, mean, I, I love the way they act. I mean, I really do. Really? Now, why but is that? I'm also a Razorback fan, too. So Okay. But as a coach, uh, that's maybe not so much the cockiness and just the whole deal, but the whole talking the talk and right. walking the walk. Right. That's I, I admire that in the game. I mean, if you know you're good and you talk, like you're good right as long as you can back it up on the field right then hey have at it so when you got guys playing and they're they're that kind of guy mm-hmm. are you the encourager of i let i let you loose i'm not going to no, say anything yeah. to you or are you the like man, that's not how we do it here man i kind of it really just depends on the situation okay uh you know, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a team that's going to run a score up. Right. They want to get out there and mouth them and everything, and then they're put 12 runs in an inning. We get to that 15 point run lead that we need to right. end the game, and we're just kind of coasting. Hey, 
that Jaw Jackin's done now. Sure. We've we've done our job. Did your job. Now right. hey, work on what you need to work on. You know. Um in a heated game when it's back and forth and I know my guys can do it and a little jaw jacking does happen, hey, whatever you need to do to get yourself up, if that is your way of getting your momentum going back in your way, I'm kind of I'm fine with it, you know, to an extent. Right. Um, you know, I mean I know before I know over the few last maybe six, seven years ago, um, my Legion team was that everybody called them the thugs. Okay. Because that's all they did was want to jaw jack, but they weren't backing anything up. All right. That I don't. I don't. That's a rep you yeah. don't want. I don't accept that. Right. And I don't want that on my team. Right. And now since I've taken it over, I think this is my sixth year, I believe, fifth okay. year over it. And you know that's one thing that I really, I make sure is not going to be there. Yes. Yeah, you can jaw jack a little bit. You can get in your zone, but to a certain extent. Now you got guys that have been with you for a number of years, and you get a chance to kind of move them through your juniors program up to your seniors program. And yep. have you had guys? And I don't want you to name names, but have you had guys where you gone? You're just not a good fit. Oh yeah. Oh, I've I've had plenty of those. Have you? I've had plenty of guys that came up through the junior program and great ball players. Right. They do amazing, but then it gets to a point of you're good. You've got a chance to play college ball, but you're not the right fit for me. Right. And, I mean, I've I've had guys that I didn't bring back to the, junior, the senior side just because of that fact. Right. Um, I don't need, you know, the fuel the fire. I've got one hothead here. I've got another hothead coming up. I know this one is going to fuel this one, and then it's going to be something I can't take care That's of. That's right. And so, I mean, it, it happens. I mean, it does. But – you know, most of the time my guys know how I coach and they know what to expect. Best Legion rivalry. Is it still Bryant? Pretty much, yeah. Is it? Yeah. We, us and Bryant, we, it's a, <laughs> it's a fun game to play. Okay. Um, Fort Smith is kind of starting to move in there now a little okay. bit. So, um, and Sheridan. Us and Sheridan have All kind right. of started. Sheridan and us have kind of been back and forth lately. So it's, it's kind of becoming a good rivalry. Uh, Bryant, we don't really get to see much of Bryant like we used to. Okay. And I think that's due to the rivalry that we had. Really? Uh, we kind of don't really want to mess with Bryant until we get to the state tournament. Sure. I don't want to show them what we got. They don't want to show me what they have. Let's just battle it out in the state tournament. So. Baseball coaches are so strange about that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I, you know, all the other coaches and all the other sports – are pretty open, like, hey, who's going to be your guys? And they'll tell you, all right, here's my starters. It's on film. Mm-hmm. Look at Huddle. Look at whatever. Yeah. Baseball guys, mm-hmm. you ask, hey, can I get a stat sheet from you guys or what you doing? Like, what are you doing with that? Uh-huh. It's a stat sheet, man. It's just oh, a, yeah. it's just how you guys are performing. We're going to use it on the radio about your guys, your, your leadoff mm-hmm. guys hitting 291. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. A lot of it now is, is, is in baseball you see more of, let's use Ty Wade, for example. Ty Wade at one point last week or the week before only had about 18 recorded at-bats. Right. Now he's had 40 plate appearances, but only 16 to 18 at-bats and nine home runs, and the rest of them were either a deep ball, doubles, triples, line outs, whatever, but has I think he's at 20 now, maybe around 22 on intentional walks. I, tw- I was going to ask you, intentional walks. And so, I mean, that's the deal is if I give somebody a stat sheet or I'm showing, let's say we're playing Bryant, we go out there and play them, and they realize that my three, four-hole guys are going to hit it oppo every time. Okay. They're going to put it in the gap and they're going to score. Well, now when I go face them when it really matters, their coaches now will just they'll put them on base. It's not like it used to be whenever right. it was, hey, challenging. Show right. me what you got. Right. They don't do it anymore. 
So when you kind of get those stats on that, it's they're not well, scared to walk. But see, we don't get that kind of stats. We just get what you're on base percentage, yeah. what's your average, yep. you know, how many homers have you got. Mm-hmm. Coaches just do not like to mm-hmm. let loose of anything mm-hmm. for baseball. And there's a lot of guys that won't even use the game changer app because right. anybody can pull it up. And the funny part about baseball is the most stat-driven sport. Yep. There's a statistic they, they, for everything. They give <laughs> you the best look of, of, of what's going on mm-hmm. in the games that have played up to this point in time. They don't tell you anything that's going to happen today. Mm-mm. I mean, the pitcher may be a fastball guy that works on the outside, mm-hmm. and your pull hitter is never going to get – I mean, it, oh, yeah. it tells you nothing. But it tells you a history of what has gone, and those coaches will not – and pitching is the biggest part of it. If I've got a guy that's throwing 90 yeah. and he's got a 76-mile-an-hour 12-6 curve that is just unreal, right. I don't want him to see that. If I've got a guy that's my main one of my main pitchers that's throwing low 80s yeah. but hits the spots, I don't want them to see that. And then what they're going to do before they get ready to play is they're going to put a pitching machine at 80 miles an hour and they're going to get their timing off of it. Work on, hey, this is what we're going to see here. This is what we're going to see here. They don't see anything. We don't play them. That's not a stat that you'll actually see in the stats. It's not going to say this pitcher threw this pitch 89 miles an hour. He came back with a curveball at 80. It's not going to show right. those stats. That's but right. if, I, if he sees it with he's us going, playing him, he's going to know. he knows what to expect. Yeah. And that's kind of more of way, the way I'd coach. Gotcha. I don't want him to see what my arms are. If we do play him before the season, I'm not showing him my best. Not going to happen. Do you want a side armor? I love side armors. Do you? I do. They are funky yeah and they'll mess you up <laughs> i love unique pictures yeah, that is that's my I mean. favorite thing yeah any kind of unique wind up arm motion bringing it submarine yeah knuckleballer yes knuckle i mean i had a kid last year that played all the way up through he's not gonna play with me this year he ended up tearing his his, uh, ACL, his, his i think it was his ucl or yeah. he's having tommy john surgery. So he can't pitch however he was a low 80s guy hits his spots we go up to a tournament in uh mississippi he's like coach can i throw my knuckleball yeah, we'll see it. Gets out there, disgusting. <laughs> I, mean, I told him, I said, dude, you don't have to throw another fastball if you no, don't want to. Ever. I said, man, this doesn't hurt your arm throwing this no. knuckleball. I said, hey, I don't care if you're throwing 60 miles an hour the whole game. You throw that knuckleball, bring in a changeup or bring in something different every now and then, but you stick to that knuckleball. He comes up and pitches a one-hitter in nine in oh. game because he went to a knuckleball. Why don't more guys do it? It know. ain't sexy, I know it. No. But it, not, it'll not keep guy. you in the game if you're a yeah. guy that doesn't have a 90-mile-an-hour yeah. arm. Well, look at Wakefield. Wakefield played until he was what? 40, 43. Yeah. I mean, because – Charlie threw, Huff, how long did 70, he pitch? Yeah. They throw 70 miles an hour. Candiotti. Yep. And so, I mean, it's it's like a kicker in football. You ain't doing nothing really to hurt yourself other than swinging a leg. Crazy. You can go a long time in it. Crazy. All right, we're going to take a break. We got uh, about 32 minutes after 5 o'clock. I have not seen Ryan Huntsey show his face yet. Doesn't mean he's not lurking in the hallway someplace. We'll see if we can't find him, get him in here. We'll talk some golf when we come back. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle, here on The Fan 
this up and down economy with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-american dream let stewart title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind the vast resources and customer experience is second to none if it's your first house commercial real estate transaction or refinance stewart title texarkana will provide that peace of mind call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. You saved my life. You held my hand when I was scared. You helped me say goodbye to my dad. You were an example for me. You gave me strength when I thought I had none left. I couldn't tell you then, but I want to say thank you, all of you, for everything. Thank you to the physicians, nurses, and others working in America's hospitals and health systems. A message from the American Hospital Association, American Medical Association, and American Nurses Association. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. It's uh, about 25 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle sitting in for Tony Kirk, who's uh, under the weather this week. He'll be back hopefully next week. But uh, we're going to change gears here a little bit. We've been talking a lot of baseball. Well, let's keep talking about the a white ball, but a little smaller one. Ryan Huntsy, the golf coach for Texas High, is in here this afternoon. His Tigers again winning district. Again, advancing to the 5A Region 2 Regional Tournament. That's coming up next week in Rockwall. And as always, it's great seeing you again. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and, on. and we have to do congratulations. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, another district championship. Yeah, you know, uh, it's been a good run the last couple of years. I mean, really, it goes back, you know, Coach Brewer, uh, I don't know the exact stats, but they had won several in a row. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we didn't get the COVID year, but now this is three in a row. And uh, looking good for the future, so I'm loving it. You have a uh, team who's obviously been here a few times. Yeah, with a kid who's going to be doing all kinds of crazy stuff down the road. Thomas Curry, his third straight district championship for Thomas as well. Correct. Yeah, I, you've seen him for three years. What's different about what would have been, I guess, tenth grade Thomas Curry versus twelfth grade Thomas Curry now? Yeah, or really, so go, or really going back to ninth grade. This is the fourth year I've been with That's him. That's true. So he, yeah, he just didn't get to play district um, that year. I, I mean, he every year he matures. Um, he's gradually gained 
something. Uh, you know, first year we, we were like, hey, man, like you're a really good ball striker. Let's hone in on putting. And right. then, you know, he started, you know, scores started to drop and uh, won a couple summer tournaments, started getting recruited, all that stuff. So, so slowly but surely he's just been adding on stuff to his arsenal. Uh, he's starting to get longer off the tee, you know, because he's a little guy, but, you know, he's starting to hit it um, further now. And uh, just he's so good at the the simple stuff. Yep. That's really what golf is, and um, he's he's hard to beat. You make it sound so easy, like you're good at the simple <laughs> stuff. Yeah. If, if any of us were any good at the simple stuff, like this kid is, right, we'd be doing that for a living. Yeah, that simple stuff is hard. It is. Um, and and golf, it's kind of you know I grew up playing other sports, and coming into golf, it's frustrating because it looks easy and yeah. it should be easy but especially at the high school level if you are if you can drive the ball you don't have to hit it far but just get it in play right if you can putt you can chip like you can play you can play high school golf at yeah. a, at a, you know a high level and probably go play college you don't have to do all this crazy stuff you see on the pros like wait you don't need that yet how hard is it to keep your kids away from that uh they you know yeah it's difficult it is because that's what they see. They want right. to get the high flop shots. Oh yeah, they want to try to curve the ball and stick it close every time. Back spin it back. Yeah, and, that's just not yeah. what good. That's not good golf. That's what you see on TV because right. it looks cool, but that's not what good golf is. Well, that's what I try to do all the time when yeah. I play. Yeah. Yeah, back spin it. <laughs> and try that's, to hit it real high. Back you know? spin it. Yeah. You realize that the courses around here are not made for that. No. <laughs> no. You see the spin that spins 10, 15 feet back on a yeah. hole in PGA, and you get out here at Golf Ranch, and you know you hit good spin on it, and it moves about two foot, yeah. maybe. The course has to be in the right <laughs> condition to do the stuff you see on TV. It's, I, I've always said it's hard to get kids to understand your shot isn't really for the hole, right? It's for the area where you want to land it. It's not your aiming at the pin. Correct. Is that... Is that something that some of these kids get naturally, or is it something that you're still, yeah. you know, beating on them on the drive home, going, "No, you're missing what we're aiming for that here." That is probably one of the biggest things that um, we deal with with the kids is you know picking a correct target um, and and playing to the correct spot, um, having the correct miss. And I feel like a kid, like you can tell them, but in the back of their mind, and, and shoot, I do it too. It's like I can still hit the shot. Yeah. Like I can do it. Like I'm good enough, right? Uh, so I'm gonna take on that pin, even yeah. if I shouldn't, because I'm good enough. And then you're not, you know. So yeah, it's you know, um, every year you get kids, and I've got kids that we've got a, a course management program that we kind of put in at the beginning of the year, and and we kind of slowly implement it throughout the year, and you know. But you need to be refreshed. I had another senior on the team that you know he was like, man, I was reading over that stuff the other day, and yeah, I kind of forgot about it, but like. Got to keep doing it. Walk us through that. When you say we implement a course management plan, what are you for with this? So, like, uh, it's really all about it's it's we use uh, decade golf. It's it's got uh, a guy named Scott Fawcett invented. Um, and I won't go too much into it because it's really nerdy and really okay. uh, complicated. But basically, it's it's uh, based off of uh, numbers. Uh, but it's basically like when to go to pin and when not to. Okay. And for high schoolers, it's more about just not making bogeys and double bogeys. Right. So, you know, if you have a pin that's on the right edge of the green, well, like it's it's okay to be on the left edge or the middle of the green, but like you cannot miss right of that right pin, right? And so uh, there's more to it than that, but in a sense, it's um, finding a correct target and going through a routine every time. Is kind of the the what we try to get them to do. A much more mental discussion about golf than just your swing. 
Correct. I mean, it really is yeah. about I'm looking at this thing and trying to figure out where's my my best miss right. that I can hit. So the way we described it recently, I've heard it kind of described differently. I really liked it. But like when you're, let's say you're in between clubs, or not even in between clubs, but you have a front pin. Well, like to look at it like as a Venn diagram. Oh, boy. So, look out yeah, now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> English involved. But it's, it's easier than that, though, because like let's say, you know, a really good eight iron goes about as far as a bad seven iron. Right. Right? So, like, you should kind of know how far a miss hit and a good hit goes if you practice enough. So, like, pretty much, unless you have a wedge in, you should just be trying to pick the club that covers the majority of the green. Gotcha. And so that's kind of what, you know, we try to hammer – hammering their heads early. Now, now you, you, you've certainly got Thomas. You've got a handful of others. Oh, John Patterson, who's been yeah. a senior as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, junior, I believe it is, uh, Caden Neely. Yeah. He's yeah. a junior. Uh, and no, sophomore, sophomore. Sophomore. And yeah. Will Davis, yep. your big four. Yeah, uh, Fox Hamilton. And Fox freshman. Hamilton. Yeah, he's really been playing well lately. And this is a competitive team sport that are individuals playing as well. Is that a difficult thing? You kind of have a pecking order, it feels like. But they're also still dependent on each other for a team score to be able to advance out of the regional and go to state. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we find it a lot, and, and I love to kind of use it to motivate them. Is like you're not just playing for yourself. When you're playing for yourself and you play bad, you're like, ah, you know, oh, well, you know, right. I played bad. I screwed but, up. But no, but you're, you know, you've got other guys counting on you to do well. So it kind of holds them accountable. Um, you know, in practice and stuff. And, and I don't know if y'all have, like, team golf and you get to watch it in college is awesome. Like, that national championship every year, like, I, I always get my friends who don't watch golf to make sure they watch that, and they're always like, dude, that looks so fun. Well, it, like it's like the Ryder Cup. Yeah. You want to watch yeah. – I mean, to me, those have so much more value yep. than what – and I, you know, I watch Sunday's Masters a little bit of it. But uh, the individual golf mm-hmm. bores me. The yeah. team golf gets me jazzed up about – there's a lot riding, and every guy matters. Right. Not just well, guys that you know teed off in the morning and matter anymore. Yeah. Every guy matters in that. And for guys who are fans of team sports, golf is a team sport in some of these events. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and that's kind of the appeal to a lot of guys yeah. who live golf. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know we don't want to talk about. No, that. no, no, like, I'm, uh, no. I'm no. I'm great talking about, about it. it but, oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, a lot. I don't think they're selling that well. And they're not doing the team part right, but uh, a lot of people coming out of college love it, and they love the aspect of the team. And were, were, were you happy that the uh, the Masters had the live golf guys on the course? Uh, yeah, I oh, was. Yeah. I, I wanted the best players to be there, and I think uh, they've got a couple of them. So obviously. was it, was there some vindication seeing Phil on Sunday play like uh, Phil used to play? God, that was I surprised the heck out of me. I me too. Yeah, I thought that too. Like he was out of this thing. I love to see it though. I mean, I know he said some things and rubbed people the wrong way, but but that's Phil. Still one of the best ever. Yeah, that's Phil. He's Sorry. always said some stupid stuff. Yeah. Did you watch the Masters? Oh yeah. All all four days or just uh, uh, Saturday Sunday? Majority of all four days. All four days. Yeah, yeah. I try. You're working. Yeah. I tell you, yeah. that's I'm working. That's right. I'm selling I'm stuff learning. on this. I'm learning. That's right. I'm learning. Matt Riddle's in there. We're going to take a break. You going to stick around, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. We got to talk. Certainly, go back to uh, Gladewater and talk a little bit about the district and then heading off to Rockwall and what it looks like at the regional golf tournament for 5A. We'll take a quick break. Texas High's golf coach Ryan Hunsey sitting in with us this afternoon, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle here on the fan, 1079. <laughs> 
prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org action. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. What makes essential workers essential? We build safe roads for you to drive on. It's fresh produce for your families to eat. Help you heal. You're sick. We get you where you need to go. We keep where you work and live clean and safe. We make sure you get what you need to make your household work. You're the essential workers who help our nation run. You're in every city, town, and corner of our country, and you come from all over the globe. And you have essential protections under the law. I'm Marty Walsh. The Wage and Hour Division at the Department of Labor helps ensure you receive the essential protections you deserve. If you have questions about your pay or about your job protection during an illness, visit our website or call 866-4US-WAGE. That's 866-487-9243. We can provide help in more than 200 languages. Brought to you by the United States Department of Labor. Welcome back. We got about 12 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor, excuse me, Zach and Matt Riddle in here today. Tony Kirk out. He'll be back, eh, I'm going to guess Monday. Uh, tomorrow, don't forget, uh, which means, uh, number one, there will be no Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. And uh, number two, we will uh, probably see that. T- uh, I was think tabled maybe till Monday as well. And tomorrow, uh, Riley Fincher, t- uh, Pleasant Grove baseball coach, going to be joining us at 530. Today, Brian Huntsey is sitting in. He is the uh, golf coach over at Texas High, where his team went to Gladewater, won the district championship in 15-4, or 15-5A uh, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and next week heads to Rockwall for the regional finals in 5A Region 2. 
with the hope then of going down to Georgetown, or is it West Wing? Not West Wing, uh, but uh, White, White Wing. White Wing and Georgetown. Yeah, to uh, try to get uh, down there for a state birth again. So let's start. Let's first talk about Gladewater, how things went there, and then we'll kind of preview what you expect in Rockwall. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this year has been a little different than years past. We've had uh, five tournament wins the past two years each year. So five, five and it's been uh, – you know, really great years this year, and we kind of knew it because we're so young. We have right. the two seniors, but everybody else is freshmen and sophomores. So we knew there were going to be some growing pains, and we've all been we've just been trying to peak at the right time, and we definitely did that at district first round, uh, two ninety four six over par as a team, best round of the year for us. Nice. So uh, opened up a thirty shot lead, <sighs> feeling great. Uh, second day we kind of came back to earth a little bit, and that's kind of been RMO this year. Is we're a little inconsistent. Um, some of the young guys, which is very common, have problems putting two put two days together. Uh, but still, we shot, uh, I think, a 316. Um, but complete different conditions. Wind, it was super windy, tough pins. Uh, Thomas Curry was low the first day with a 68. He was low the second day with a 75. Ooh. The next lowest was a 77. Wow. So, I mean, the course just played a whole lot harder. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so I was really happy, you know, with our performance throughout. John, John Patterson got third. Uh, he shot 72, 78. So um, he's playing well. Um, and, yeah, now we got uh, a course that we have spent a lot of time on over the years. Rockwall, it's a tough one. Uh, we know, you know, it's windy. Um, usually get a little weather. And it will it can beat you up pretty good. But I feel like, you know, we should be pretty well prepared. Having seen Gladewater with wind mm. in the in the district round yeah. gives you at least a little sense of what our guys can do seeing wind yeah. you just don't know what the weather's going to be when you show up at a place right and i do think that that's one thing that like all year long we try to play tough hard courses and this year i feel like we have gotten you know we've played those courses in really tough conditions all year long so i think i feel like we are ready to play in the wind if it okay. blows um and we you know we were ready in, in Gladewater. um and like in Rockwall, you know, it blew for the preview. It's blown in years past. The guys that have been there before know know how it can be. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I feel like we should be prepared. Who's the competition now? So you know, so Highland Park's gone. They're six A. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. For, yeah, no. for now. For now. They're yeah, gone. they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, but with the realignment that happened, uh, the Frisco districts got split. Okay. So instead of dealing with just two Frisco teams, we got four now. Oh, that's fun. So Frisco Wakeland has had an awesome year. They have played great. Uh, Frisco Centennial won their dist- uh, the other district, um, and Frisco Independence got second. Frisco Wakeland B is really good. Uh, so uh, I imagine it's going to be a pretty good battle between the Frisco schools and us. The top three get out, so – you know, we're we're definitely going in the mindset with we want to win. Yeah, we've got second the last two years. Okay, I would love to to get a first place trophy, but you know. So speaking of of with golf not being you know your typical sports baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, football golf is a little bit it's kind of not really spoken of a lot around the area. Yeah, um, explain to us kind of like how much work these guys actually put into being ready for tournaments like this how many tournaments do y'all play give us a little kind of yeah. insight of how everything goes with the golf team sure so so uh each individual is allowed to play eight tournaments throughout the year so we do four in the fall four in the spring and we pretty much travel uh you know dallas houston college station austin all year to try to play in the best competition the best courses um as far as practice goes um i i really like it because it can be very you know it's not 
you know, I grew up playing basketball and baseball, and it's all team, everything team. Well, here I can separate everybody out and be like, dude, like your putting sucked really bad last couple mm-hmm. weeks. Like you're going to spend the next two hours on this yeah. putting green, right? So like I can really break it up and make it very, um, you know, individual, you know, to the individual, and and that's awesome. Uh, but we but we play a lot, and that's what the team has kind of morphed. The guys I had a couple years ago like to practice a lot more. These younger guys benefit a little more from playing, getting the experience. Um, so it's changed a little bit, but you know. So what course do y'all go to whenever y'all play? You normally, know, y'all try to go jump around here in town. And- yeah, I mean, majority of our kids, we've got 15 boys. The top 10 that I consider varsity are, are uh, their parents or themselves are all members at Texas County Country Club. That's where we spend the majority of our time. Uh, we'll go to Northridge some, uh, the golf ranch occasionally. Try to you know get on different surfaces. Right try it out but uh, mainly Texarkana and then y'all have got your own driving range at the school too as well we do yeah we've got our own driving range with the little indoor facility on it uh, with four hitting bays that we can use so um, winter time bad weather we don't we're not taking days off do y'all use like a I know like with baseball they've got hit tracks certain things Mm -hmm. like that do y'all have a simulator that y'all can go in and see ball rotation yeah absolutely everything on it uh, we've got a track man we uh took a couple years to raise money for but we got it i think it was last year um and that's that's a game changer i mean oh, yeah. you know there's no excuse to not know how far you hit the ball right or if you're not hitting it well why and, and if you're hitting it good why? so you know we we spent in the winter time when we're not going to be on the course much we spent a lot of time in there um yeah it's amazing i mean when you when you were playing when you were in high school yeah any of this stuff available yeah none of, none of it was no but yeah, you are better than they are. <laughs> it's natural talent. That's what that is. No, sir. White Wing is the uh, potential <laughs> Georgetown for the state yeah. tournament. Tell me about this one a little bit. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a little different than a lot of courses we've played, and it, well, I say that it's 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 super well kept. You know, great course. Okay. Um, it's kind of tight. Um, it's not one that you're going to go out – or you can make it. If you're hitting it well off the tee, you can tear it apart. Okay. Um, last year we went in, um, I'd say, as one of the, the favorites the last two years. We've, we've gone in as one of the better teams. Um, and, you know, with a couple of holes to go in the first round, we were in second place, only two shots out of the lead. Kind of fumbled coming in. And then the second day just didn't show up. Finished, I think, sixth. The year before we got fourth. Um yeah, we, we, the guys that have been there for three years now, they, they want to get back. So uh, I'm sure because, you know, we've we've left it out, left it out there uh, last couple of years. So, um, but it, it's a good course and it's one that you know, other than Fox, uh, they've all seen, you know, and uh, we should be pretty. Have well you guys for it. gone to a course in the four years that you've set them up playing where they go? I don't want to go back to this course. Absolutely. Which one? Oh gosh! Well, it was more because of like the condition, the right, wind. Right, the wind. Right. So like we played at Texas Star last year, uh, in the practice round, it was blowing forty. Oh. And Thomas had it was funny. Thomas had a couple coaches that were watching him, uh, and there. So the other kids got to be seen too. Right. And so yeah, uh, I'll never forget. We come off the front nine, and one of the guys who graduated last year is like, "Well, he's like, guess who never has a chance to go play at that school." <laughs> it was, but but it, Gee, I mean, thanks, coach. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was just 
it yeah, was you, so hard. There's but, not much you can do. But coaches like, know that. Oh, I mean, you're a golf coach and it's blowing yeah. 40. Absolutely. You're not looking at where the ball's going. You're yeah. looking at the swing and the composure. And and then occasionally you'll get it to a course that, you know, is just in in, in really bad shape. And a lot of times there's not, not much they can do right, about it. Right. You know, the courses around here right now aren't very good because mm-hmm. of that freeze we had. Yep. If you didn't have a tarp, your greens are dead right now. So New Haven's was horrible Tuesday. There you go. <laughs> Wednesday. All right, Brian Hunsey, got to let you go. You guys head on the road Tuesday next week? Yes, sir. You play on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. We're keeping an eye on you. Appreciate we'll it. get you back in before state. Yeah, sounds All great. Right. We're out of time for today. Appreciate Ryan Hunsey, Matt Riddle. I'm Chuck Zach. You guys take care. We'll see you again tomorrow right here at 5 o'clock, leaving the yard with, uh, oh, it should be Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. Thank you.